2: Hey, fellow DJs, do you want to own a piece of a premium sports book and casino? Well, Moonbet gives you the chance just by holding their Mbet crypto tokens. You can buy those tokens right now over at bitforex.com. You can also join the Moonbet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org. Use the link in the description so that they know you're a true DJ. Eclipse the competition and make some money with Moonbet you
1: fools absolute sports betting degeneracy
0: hey everybody arch here and it is friday morning max that'll be feeling good is it too early to do a mid-roll what, what are you what are, what are you gonna uh,
2: okay so i'm watching the game last night with, with my wife and she's actually watching the game which surprised the fuck out of me that she's paying attention to the football game well that's because uh, mcveigh's on the sidelines uh, that's probably it, but I think she was more into the Seahawks jerseys, those lime green, neon green jerseys. She, she re- referenced them twice, and so I went over to the D-Gen shop, and you can get the Seattle Frauds t-shirt in that exact color. <laughs> so I was thinking of ordering her a, a lime green, neon green Seattle Frauds shirt, because as of last night, I think the Frauds moniker is going to stick with them for a bit. Ooh.
0: What's going on, Sex Panther?
3: Well, yeah, we we're talking pre-show. It looks like the sea chickens could be in trouble. The no running back, no Chris Carson last night. And now it looks like Russ won't be doing any cooking for a little bit because uh sounds like it's a relatively significant break in his hand um, on his throwing oh, arm, throwing oh. hand. So uh, doesn't look good for the sea chickens. And, um, yeah, the Rams looked pretty damn good last night.
0: I think they, they course corrected a little bit. But you're right, man. E- even with Russ, even with a running back being two and three in this division, oh, man, they would be in bad it's shape. It's not good. Yeah, I mean, uh, w- when you're saying
2: that the the 49ers are the other team that you'd be vying with for you know third place, <laughs> you know, it's like, man, uh, that's not good. That's, that's not a position that you want to be in. Um, Rams have it easy for the next few weeks, too. I think they can rattle off probably another good two, three wins in a row and uh, before their schedule gets slightly harder with some more divisional play. But I mean, I think they, they have the Giants, the Texans, uh, the, the Jaguars coming up. I mean, the, the Rams have some winnable games. And the Seahawks, I, th- I think, you know, w- without Russ, damn, this, this is going to be a problem for them. And, and we were talking in, in a couple episodes that Pete Carroll, this might be, his his final season or this might be a swan song in seattle um maybe he goes back to usc maybe 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 he takes that job uh but yeah it's it's going to be very very tough but uh, interesting of last night two things to note one is uh you mentioned i think yesterday that aaron donald has least productive game ever last week that's what we saw on twitter yeah (laughs) yeah yeah How'd, how'd that work out last night he bounced back slightly just a little slightly. Bit. Yeah. The, yeah. The pretty, pretty good game last night. But what, what everyone wants to talk about, I believe, I had no
0: idea that this was a thing, is the double punt. The double punt. I have the highlight uh, queued up here. So let's take a look at it and then we can discuss it. So third down continues to be a problem for Seattle. Aaron Donald down. Oh, here's a block. Blocked off the foot of Dixon and Dixon now kicks it. Well, that's coming back. That's coming back as this goes down near the ten. But that's two kicks for the price of one, and I'm thankful Mike Pereira is here with us in Seattle. Mike's thank. There it is.
3: <laughs>
2: Where's Chubby Zebra? Is is he at the eye doctor right now? Is he, the <laughs> same pl- is he at the same place that you got your glasses at, Panther? We need our referee to give us a call on that. What the fuck was that? What was
3: that? <laughs> We were actually talking about that play live last night. Chubby Zebrich did chime in and said that a double punt was a legal play, but one of the things that we're looking at now was where he was uh, on the course of the field as as applies to the line of scrimmage when he made that second kick. And I think Arch might have some uh, uh, still shots of that, but we're going to look at the rule book here real quick. Yeah, subsection
0: yeah, subsection three on Rule 9. A second kick from behind the line of scrimmage is legal, provided the ball has not crossed the line. Now, the punter's not allowed to cross the line either. So that's that's become the point of contention. Let me pull this up so you guys can tell me what you think. Ineligible man downfield, by the way, is a mess. Just a mess. Uh, on oh, that I work.
2: mean, that's what I that's was saying. What if he threw the ball? Like, If he threw the ball and someone caught it downfield, then the, it would have been called back because who's
0: eligible? This is uh, on Twitter, The Los Real Polyom- Polyamorous Tantric Sex Guru posted this. I want to give him credit. I like that name. Oh, yeah. That's a great name. Oh, so, we see the line. It's just on the other side of the 21, just barely. All right. All right. There's where he starts the kick. It looks okay. to me like behind the 21. He's
2: behind. Behind yeah. the
0: 21 when he starts. Yep.
2: But... I don't know, man. I don't know. That is that is razor thin. I mean, if you drew an invisible marker line, I think he's still behind it by like millimeters. Yes. Yes. I will go I will go millimeters. I'm not gonna say inches. I will go millimeters behind.
3: Well, here's my issue. I'm looking at the official on the sideline. One of those feet, I'm gonna say it's the one his right foot, the one to the our left, is the one that says the line of scrimmage. And he is facing forward. That's the, when, he, when he's watching this play. So that suggests to me he is past that line of scrimmage.
0: You say his right foot? But that's behind the 21. That's,
3: we know that's that where. Zone. Yeah, his, that, when you go back to that other uh, pick that you had, they were not at the 21. They were behind the 21. Uh, we're, I'm going to assume that Fox got the blue line right. That's, when they put, when they place a ball at a yard marker, the nose of the ball goes to the line. So, the rest of that ball is behind the line of scrimmage.
0: Yeah, but it looks like to me the nose of the ball is at the 21 yard line.
2: Yeah, so I'm just going go, off go, the official's foot. Go, go a couple of uh, slides forward again. I, I, I think I, I know what Panther's saying, though. is One more, one more, one more slide. Uh, sorry, one more. <laughs> this one. The angle of his foot, like, I mean, we're, we're looking at this from one angle, but mm-hmm. think of like human anatomy here. That leg has got to be across that line if you drew that like I mean from this picture, it looks like it's behind, I think has to be because his plant yeah. his plant leg is
0: on the twenty one it's on the twenty one is this like a uh, you know uh, illegal forward pass that some part of your body just some part of your body has to be behind the line doesn't matter I, I maybe yeah. because yeah. i mean
2: if you if you think, if you think about a throw right like as long as the it doesn't matter if your arm is over the line of scrimmage right your feet just have to be behind the line of scrimmage some
0: part of your body has to be behind it right just what if you got a big ass
2: i mean like what if you got a giant fucking brazilian ass and that's behind the line of scrimmage does that count i I think it might because if so i know some ladies that can
3: probably play some football kardashians
2: If if you if you listen to the episode of uh, uh, me and Saxi a couple weeks ago, you would know that they're Armenian, and yes, also agreed, Armenians. How how you do right, right, <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, you know, so to, to me, it's the referees just didn't know what to do there. Oh well, there's a shock. Fair point. Point. And wow. clearly,
3: my big, my biggest take from that was clearly the commentators didn't know what the hell was going on. That's right. coming back. That's coming back. Like, like they knew the rule. Well,
2: it was so reminiscent to that, that scene in Semi Pro, where, where they throw down the uh, here. You got the you got the. So they throw down the alley oop for the first time,
0: and the referees are like.
2: <laughs> uh. I'm sorry. I don't know what just happened. A very unusual <laughs> series of moves just made the ball go in. <laughs> Damn! I don't
3: know why, I did, but
0: I just got an erection. Oh. <laughs> 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 I, didn't, I didn't touch anybody! Look, Jackie, people can't... <laughs> he, he could be an NFL referee! He really could.
2: But, like, honestly, that scene encapsulates everything. It's uh, it's like, what the fuck just happened? The announcers, people in the crowd, like, um, what? And, and the umps are like, I don't know. Like, you can imagine just someone, like, flipping up the rule book and, like, trying to find section nine of it. It's like, Oh shit, this, this, that, that was legal.
3: Fuck. The back judge is like, I'm glad I'm back here. All I got to do is spot where this thing was touched. And yeah, right, right. Like you, you guys go figure that shit out. I don't know. Yeah.
2: (laughs) You know, honestly, though, it sounds, this is going to sound so stupid, but punting nowadays, you have an elite punter. It's pretty, it's pretty remarkable. Like I, I, like I saw the Rams punting the ball last night every single time just fucking destroyed the seahawks with field position oh yeah every single time
0: your punter is one of your most important defensive players honest to god
2: oh absolutely like set your defense up perfectly for success
3: and 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 the rams rams thankfully have a good punter well we've we've seen that time again time and again with punters and field goal kickers like like, I think people take these guys, non-football players, for granted, but they are an absolute essential chess piece uh, for this game. And um, yeah, kudos to the punter last night to even know the rule that he could kick it twice.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that's what he was thinking. He was worried.
3: He yeah. was worried. You
2: look at him and like, can I do this? Can I do this? He, he was about to throw it. He was about to throw it. and he's like, ah, oh, fuck
3: it. Let me just kick it. <laughs> See, now I, now I need to look up that rule. Could he have thrown it? What, what's the rule yeah. there? Oh, absolutely. Probably. I, I, the I, I ball think, never crossed. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: is it time for a breather? No, Uh,
2: no, we uh, we can probably get at least one game I and mean, we got four games to talk about. We'll hit all four of them. Yeah, let's, no doubt. let's start off with that Chicago White Sox at Houston Astros game. That's the first one on the board here. I was on Chicago yesterday. Houston came out and just absolutely whooped their asses. Hey, Chicago
0: uh, got a run, Max. So they they did, man, that's a mile victory. They finally
2: got a fucking run, but Lance Lynn <laughs> looked like a piece of shit out there. So. Again, don't take me fading Chicago as an overreaction. That is, that is not why I'm doing this. I still have questions about this Astros team based on recent performance, but maybe yesterday was that sign that they've been kind of playing possum in the last few weeks and that they're going to show up for real. For Chicago, I, it's really hard to ignore their fraudulent nature all fucking season. All season we've been down on Chicago. This is a talented team, and it never seemed to hit a stride. Their backs are against the wall today, and unfortunately for them, I, I think they're going to find themselves in a 2-0 deficit after tonight. They're going to put Lucas Giolito out on the mound. He's looked great, absolutely great over his last three starts. But Framber Valdez has had a pretty fucking good season himself, and I think he's going to put Houston in a position to win today. But more importantly, those Houston bats, if they, if they come alive like they were – for I mean, you remember that one stretch of the season where their bats were just unbelievable? If they can hit that again, I don't know. Maybe they need some trash cans in Houston. I think they get the win today, though. $10 bet on the Astros.
3: Yeah, it's kind of like yesterday was like the dawning of a new day. I tried this whole new thing of actually looking up stats and trying to justify my picks. And I looked at these games today... Giolito has a better away ERA than he does at home, so that's in favor of him. He posted a 2.35 September ERA. He has only faced the Astros one time, defeated them, although it was only against Jake Odorizzi, so maybe asterisk. Uh, But, you know, Giolito has not lost since August 15th. Uh, against the Yankees. He's been undefeated since then. Valdez, on the other hand, the Astros are 4-6 and six in his last 10 starts. He had a 3.28 September ERA, and he's 1-1 one one against the White Sox. I actually think there is enough data here for me. I'm going to take a flyer. It's not a huge lottery ticket, but I will get the plus line. I like the White Sox to even it up, 25 bucks on the White Sox. All right.
0: I'm not crazy about this one. <laughs> uh I'm going to I'm going to bet Houston, minus the 118. I have it Houston winning just barely, 55% of the time, the uh implied probability is 54%. So the value in my mind swung back to Houston here. Not great uh, cuz this game does worry me, but I'm still going to do it. 15 bucks on the Astros. All right. Hey, now we can
2: take a break and talk about DJ gear. Because you know what you're going to do? You're going to go to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. You're going to click on the DJ gear icon. You're going to go to the shop. And you know what you're going to find? You're going to find the Seattle Frauds t-shirt. You're going to get it in the lime green. Maybe even the mint green. The Pontiac didn't come in that color. But you can get that shirt in that <laughs> color. Absolutely you can. You can also get a Bubble Champs shirt. And I believe we're going to be talking about the Bubble Champs right after this break. DJ gear.
1: Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
2: not right after the break, but we're going to talk Atlanta, Milwaukee. I guess right after the break, right? Yeah, here we go. This is the series I think that probably gives me the most concern for an upset. If I if I had to look at one series, this is definitely the one that's most concerning because the fact that do you consider the Dodgers an underdog in that series against the Giants? I mean, one game separating them. Uh, you, Dodgers who won the title last year. I, I, I don't know. This, this is the upset series if there's going to be one. Uh, Atlanta has not been the best team in baseball all season. We know that. But here they are. They made it. They got through the, the, the beasts of the East, right? That, that, that gauntlet of challenges in the NL East. And here they are. Over the last month. Have you guys uh, looked at the Braves statistics over the last month down the stretch? No. No. Second best team ERA Mm. with 3.05. Eighth in the league in runs scored. Twelfth in batting average. In that same time span, Brewers, 24th in runs scored. Last in batting average. And ninth in ERA. So their pitching has held up over the course of the season. But their hitting has disappeared. The Braves, we know they got the bats. They At the deadline, Panther, what did they do? They want, went and got more bats. And who is their ace starter for today? Charlie fucking Morton, <laughs> who has had a fantastic season. And in the playoffs, 7-3, ERA of 3.38, 67 strikeouts, 13 appearances in the postseason. This guy can pitch well in the postseason. We know it. Brewers gonna uh counter today with Corbin Burns, one of their many aces, one of their four aces, right, Panther? Yeah, all four all four of them. <laughs> uh and I I listen, I you know, we know in the series Milwaukee's got the, the starting pitching advantage. They can they can throw three to four really good starters out there. And I hate fading Charlie Morton based on his history today, but that's what I'm gonna do today. I think Milwaukee gets it done in game one. Ten dollar bet on the Brewers.
3: Let's throw a little pitching stats out there for you. Charlie Morton is 8-3 with a 3.06 road ERA. Um, coincidentally, if you will, 4.17 in a day game. So this will be an afternoon tilt. The team is 5-7 since July when Charlie Morton has taken the mound. He faced Milwaukee one time, went 0-1. Corbin Burns, on the other hand, you know, given the way the Brewers played over the last month, you really wouldn't think – much of the Brewers at all, but he, Corbin Burns 4-4 four and four with a 2.85 ERA at home. He has a 1.53 ERA during the day. Those four losses were all before May 25th. He has not lost at home since the end of May. Milwaukee has only lost one time when Burns pitched in July, August, and September. Burns is absolutely money at home, and I'm agreeing with Max here. $25 on the Brew Crew. Oh, boy.
0: Look at that. I'm surprised. Maybe I shouldn't be surprised. (sighs) I'm going to do it. I think there's enough value here. I think there's enough value. I don't have Atlanta winning the game. But I do have Atlanta keeping it close enough to warrant a plus 137 bet. So give me the Braves 15 bucks. I'll jump on Panthers team for him.
3: Milwaukee Thank doesn't you. scare me. Thank you. I thought we i thought we were dead i thought I, because uh, of KOD was coming.
2: arch saved our fucking asses thank you so <laughs> oh, much kind sir
0: we, appreciate we will that. take
3: that we will take that win thank you yeah the, the
0: the guys that beat up on the retarded kids you know in the nl east <laughs> has enough chance they got a, more than a 42 percent chance to take care of milwaukee
2: like, like honestly i know we, we, we we're not allowed to say that word anymore but if you had to describe the mets fucking team like really we're not allowed like, to say it, nl it, east anymore not allowed to say analyst anymore. Okay. It's very offensive. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Boston at Tampa Bay. Chris Sale versus a goddamn rookie. Good luck with that one. I hit on Tampa Bay. Panther, you were, you were on Tampa yesterday, right? That was part of your par- parlay? Uh,
3: yeah, parlay hit.
2: Yeah, there you go. So yep. uh, we we hit on Tampa Bay, not Arch. Arch, Arch didn't hit on Tampa I Bay. I didn't bet. <laughs> Panther and I hit on Tampa yesterday, and the line movement yesterday looked off. (laughs) The line movement today looks way fucking off. As I mentioned, Shane Baz gets the start against Chris Sale, and Chris Sale hasn't looked great in his last few starts. And I have Tampa Bay winning this game, but even after running the numbers, what is this at? Minus 130? 132. It was too high for me at minus 132. The line movement makes me really fucking worried, but I can't play the Red Sox either. I don't have the Red Sox winning the game enough times for me to to trust them, even with this plus line. This is a no play for me. I'm going to lean the Red Sox here just because, again, I, I think that they could win it. And with the value, maybe that's the bet, but no play for me. I'm off this one.
3: Yeah, this stat thing's really scaring me because I'm finding myself agreeing with Max a little too much. Chris Sale is 0-1 with a 4.61 ERA away from Boston. He actually, in the short time that he pitched, he faced Tampa Bay twice, went 1-1. and Here's the interesting thing about Chris Sale. He's only finished six innings once this season. He's barely getting over five innings, so they're going to rely on that Boston bullpen, and we know how much we love that. Shane Boz, 2-0. He's only pitched three games. He's 2-0 with a 1.69 home uh, ERA. Um, He's given up. Now, listen, in three games, he's pitched 13.1 innings, and he gave up three home runs. Now, on the surface, that sounds, wow, that's really bad. All three home runs were solos, and those were the only runs he's given up all season. The dude throws nails. He's got 18 strikeouts in those 13 innings. I think Tampa Bay is the play here, but like Max, I can only lean him. I cannot bet this game.
0: Yeah, I'm in the same boat, unfortunately. I was looking for a reason to bet Boston. I mean, the implied probability is 44.4. 4. I have them winning 44.4. 4. So there's no wiggle room, there's zero room. So I'll lean Boston here. I think there's some value. Wow. Uh, last game,
2: Dodgers at San Francisco. And if, if you go to Absolute Degenerative, I don't know where you come across the podcast, but uh, every morning, if, if you don't know, I do little write-ups. I, I post a little uh, blog post over at AbsoluteDegenerative.com. I hope you enjoy the, the image today, the, the, the main image for the, uh, for the post. Uh, definitely check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. Dodgers at Giants. It's an unexpected series, right? I mean, NL West champion San Francisco Giants hosting the fucking wild card winning LA Dodgers. Just, it doesn't sound real. It's the first playoff appearance since 2016 for the Giants. Significant because they beat the Mets in that wild card game. Thank you. Thank you, Giants. Two years prior to 2016, you know what happened? Giants won the championship. Two years prior to that, they won the championship. Two years prior to that, they won the championship. No, I'm not stuck on a loop here. This is just what happened. This was reality. But those were all even years. Can they restart this trend in an odd-numbered year? I will say yes, because 2020 didn't count. It doesn't count as a season. Right, bubble champs? Huh? It doesn't count. Now, Now the bubble champs get to go out and try to prove that last year was not a fluke. They barely got by the Cardinals, guys. They barely got by by, by the Cardinals in the wildcard game. I'm going to toss Walker Bueller out on the mound today, facing off against Logan Webb. Panther, I know you got stats about Logan Webb. Should I say the stats about Logan Webb or do you have them? No, I love these stats about Logan Webb. Please let me have them. You can have these stats about Logan Webb. I will shut up about Logan Webb because just wait. I love how the Giants are playing right now down the stretch. Number one team in Team ERA. The past month, top five in both runs scored and batting average. This is a team that wanted the NL West. They got the NL West. They beat out the Dodgers. And I think they're going to beat out the Dodgers today in game one. And I'm getting a plus line last time I saw still a plus line plus 105. I got plus one oh five. Wow. Got. It is dropping. I am going oh, to yeah. take that plus one Oh five, $10 bet on the San Francisco Giants.
3: San Francisco, San Francisco treat. Oh wait, is that rice? Uh, Walker Bueller. You know, I, we've kind of beat up on Walker Bueller a little bit and we're like, okay, this guy's really good. And he's in Cy Young uh, candidacy here. And now I'm looking at the stats as we get into these playoffs, he's five and two with a 3.08 uh, road ERA. He's faced the Giants six times going three and three. Only twice was at San Francisco, went one and one. Walker Bueller has a five point four September ERA. And more importantly, the the Dodgers have lost his last three road starts. Now let's go look at Logan Webb. I did not see this coming. Six and O with a one point nine six home ERA. The team, the Giants, are thirteen and oh at home when Logan Webb totes the bound he's three and oh against the dodgers the giants are 22 and 5 overall when logan webb pitches that's enough for me to take a plus line 25 bucks on the giants right gotcha
0: 25 bucks on the giants i'm i'm leaning the giants in this game but honestly the game at a plus 104 that doesn't interest me as much plus 142 interests me a lot more I'm going to put a a nice little bet on the Giants to win the series, plus 142.
3: Oh, yes. I love I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, Series prices, um, Atlanta's plus 122. Milwaukee's minus 140. And uh, obviously, the, the other ones are already skewed. The Red Sox to come back, plus 313. White Sox to come back, plus 245. Interesting, the White Sox have a better chance than the Red Sox.
2: I think so. I I, I think the White Sox have a better chance than the Red Sox. Uh, Just just because Tampa is just so fucking good. Like, insanely good. However... if you want the... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, however, after today, it might be tied up. So if you want (laughs) your value, you better get it today.
3: That's true. That's what I was going to say. If you you like the White Sox at plus 245, grab them, because I think that's numbers going down after today. Mm, mm, mm. You guys want to lock
0: in any of those or no?
2: I'll jump on the Giants with you. I, I love that series price. Huge value plus 142 for the Giants to win that series. I, I would I would jump on Atlanta if I was getting 142 for Atlanta. At 122, I'm probably not.
3: Yeah, I have to keep not hunting. Not enough value there. No. Yeah. I'll jump on the Giants, though. Oh, I will look definitely at that. jump Kiss on the Giants. Kiss of death
0: on a series price. Oh, that's good. So is it a sweep or is it a gentleman's sweep? What's a gentleman's sweep in a five-game series? Uh, still one. one game, right? Three-one? Yeah, yeah okay. three-one. <laughs> <laughs> doomed, doomed, doomed them.
2: <laughs> I, I, but after after that Cardinals game, uh, you, you got you got to imagine that the, the Dodgers are, you know, pretty pretty fucking scared of of, of San Francisco. Like, I, I they they should not have won that that Cardinals game. The fact that they did is, is like really the fact that they're still in the playoffs. They have to be worried going into San Francisco. Got the fucking home field by one game yeah by one game it might, might come down to that one game mm.
0: anything else we need to touch on I can't think of anything Panther you don't like any of the college football plays today
3: I did I was on one of them I'm on the, uh, Stanford, oh, right, the, the Stanford 13 and a half yeah. against Arizona State yeah I, I like that one a lot and the over I think that game goes over okay. I think there could be some fireworks here Cincinnati I was about to say yes did Cincinnati move up since their win last week yes they, they did. They, you know, given the state of college football, they have a shot at really making this college football playoff. <laughs> they win by thirty today over temple? Could. They could. I'm I wasn't laying twenty nine points, but they could.
0: okay. I guess that's let's put a pin in it. We talked about uh, talked about football. We talked about the double punt. Somebody needs to explain to me what an actual punt is so we can figure out what an eligible man downfield would be. Hmm? And we talked about baseball. Max, that's it. That's it. You know what tomorrow is, right?
2: All NFL. NFL Saturday. We're going a little bit early tomorrow, by the way. For those who watch the show live, not going to be 9 a.m. Eastern. It will be 8.30 a.m. Eastern. So if you do want to watch or listen live, just note that half hour early. Make sure to get the DJ's app, Android, or iOS. You can let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at bettingabsolute. I'm at a uh, Mad Mortlock. At Mad Mortlock. That is my handle over at Twitter. No matter where you listen at please highest rating. Comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, I, I think you can get a parlay
3: today, so take us home. I think I got a parlay, and with two of them being plus lines, I find this to be an incredibly valuable parlay for me. Uh, we're on the White Sox, we're on the Brewers, and we're on the Giants, so slap those three together, and maybe we'll hit two parlays in a row. But we're hanging out on the website, the app facebook twitter at sex panther D-Gen, if you want to call me out specifically but um hey call us out we'll holler back most importantly let us know what you guys did yesterday what you're going to do tonight and when it's all said and done kids it's all make some money fools
1: information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations